Hello everyone and welcome once again to If We Can Just Say. I am your host Stephen Ogle. With me as always is my lovely wife and co-host Jessica Carter Ogle. Hi y'all. And possibly our fuzzy friend Sophia. Yeah, she's infiltrating my space right now. I'm not sure what's about to happen. (laughs) She's staring right at me over my monitor going, what is going on with you two today? She's coming at me as though I'm hoarding a treat from her, which I'm not. I don't do, I have nothing in my pocket. I've got nothing on me, but... She's behaving as though I do. So. She's been a bit, a bit of a rascal this morning. Yeah, she's a rail rouser. So, anyway, yeah, good hi times. Y'all. So you might hear her uh, or chain uh, jangle a little bit this morning, jingle jangle. Yeah. So. But uh, yeah, cool. So on our end, you know, happy Sunday on your end of listening. Happy Tuesday. Yep. First, uh, first podcast of the year that's not a end of the year reward awards uh back to our regularly scheduled programming podcast yeah this is technically <laughs> oh no yeah we did record on the first of the year yep. so yep yeah so today is the first sunday of the new year yeah um from what i read apparently this is like the big first day of online dating of the year oh. i guess the first sunday of the year per the online dating sites is like the big day to start trying to get in get taken care of for cuffing season. <sighs> if you hear him snapping, he's snapping at Sophia. She's yep. apparently sniffing his shelf and is he scared he's she's gonna knock over one of his toys. No, I just don't want her to grab Let me it. tell you, we had about ten minutes of prep time because there was issues with the computer. She Ooh. did not do anything. She did not bother yep. anything or anyone. But the moment he put up his hand and I held my breath for the five <laughs> second countdown <laughs> She started getting rascally. Yeah. Um, as far as the dating thing, you know, I, I don't know. I, I got my apps downloaded today. How about you? <laughs> I think that uh, I think that um, it's just crazy. I, you know, it's crazy um, that that's where we met. I I don't even mm-hmm. know. Like, I hear people. Yeah. I know people that are on dating sites and the apps and stuff, and they tell me their horror stories. And I have my own horror stories, but I'm like, I just can't. It's crazy to me that that's how we met, and we're close to five years of knowing each other, and it's it's insane to me. But uh, I, I can't even imagine. I can't imagine being 43 and being on a dating app. I just can't even imagine it. I, I, would, I, I don't think I would. I just I just wouldn't do it. I'd just be like, I no, I'm done. I don't think I had any horror stories, um, but I would say the trick is I didn't care enough. I think people care too much. I just didn't want to waste my time. I think people put all their eggs in a basket. Like, I know people who will be, like, talking to someone for, like, a long time on an app without meeting them or just be talking to one person. And I'm like, well, that's not... Yeah, I mean, the don't key, do that. The key is, is you go back and forth about five to ten messages, and then you set up a date, and yeah. then you meet. Like you don't keep talking. Because there's people on there, and I don't even think they always have nefarious intent. But there's a lot of people on there who have a lot of social anxiety, who are socially awkward, and who are nervous and use it as a crutch and a way to hide from the world, but still feel like they have a semblance of like dating and you don't, but it's just a whole lot of mess out there. So for me, I just never cared enough. Did I meet guys who sucked? Sure. Did I meet, did I have fun? Yeah. Did I end stuff? Sure. Did they end stuff? Sure. Like I just never cared enough. I I didn't want to waste my time. I didn't want to waste my time either, but at the same time, 
sometimes I sometimes I did sometimes I was like I just kind of want to waste my time a little bit and have fun and you want more than that so I'm done here but it's just a man I mean anything worthwhile in life takes time yeah and there is a lot of crap to wade through and it does suck sometimes it really just does yeah I mean it does but anyway yeah every, every good girl luck to y'all Every girl I went on a date with on the dating apps, they all ended up being a little crazy, you know? Pardon? uh, Present uh, present company included. Um, That's rich coming from the likes of you. (laughs) Anyone that knows you. And, uh, you know. Knows you're nuttier than a pecan tree. And I ended up uh, marrying the craziest one of all of them, so. Which time? You. Oh. (laughs) My previous marriage was not met on a dating app. And there's the problem. Oh, that I didn't meet her on a That's dating right. app. That's right. Couldn't vet properly. <laughs> <laughs> there's one thing I'll give you. You, uh, you do more vetting. Yeah. At least, yeah. I don't know. I, no, because you people- You should, at least. No, because people can put whatever they want to on a dating app. When you when you meet them in person and you've you've known them for a while before you ask them on a date, like when you've known them for like a, a you know a few months or something, it's harder to hide stuff that way than yeah, it is online. But that doesn't always work out too, present company included. Yeah, I, I get that. I think but, there's but no right or wrong app, way. But on a dating app, you can you can lie. You, you can, can lie say, in person. You can say whatever you want to on a dating app and make yourself look great. And and girls, in in my experience, made themselves, uh, it's all about the angles with their photos to make themselves look different. And then you meet them in person and they don't look like Says a photo. Says the group that holds up big old bass and thinks that that's enticing. Uh, first of all, I never hold anything up. I didn't say you did. I'm just saying your group of your kind. I mean, they're not my kind. My point is. I, you I, can... I like a good fishing song, but I don't need to put fishing My point is, in my, all in my online dating is, is another way to do something. Yeah. I don't think you should then eliminate trying to meet people in real life. I think it's just another way. It's another route of trying it. Try it all. Give it yeah. all a shot. You never know. We would have never. I don't see any. I've thought about this. <laughs> and I don't see any way in which you and I would have met each other in real life. No. I, I don't mean, see how our paths would have crossed. I don't see where our paths would have crossed in terms of common interests and commonalities. Yes, we both are very into like country music and country concerts now, but that's an amalgam of being together. I don't know that that would have been as strong as had we stayed apart. Yeah. Um, and I feel like we lived very far apart from each other. We did, but at the same time, like I know that we... We've talked about concerts that we've gone to in the past, and I know we crossed over at a couple concerts. But we, we never met. We, we just didn't know each other. So didn't know that's that we my were there. point. So. so I feel like it's just another way of meeting people, and you've got to, you've got to go through the the mud, but you've got to be thick skinned enough to be like, I've been talking to you for about a week, and you don't want to meet. So, bye. Yeah. No. If you haven't, if you've been talking on a dating app and you haven't set up a date within the first 10 days, move on. Mm-hmm. It's not happening. And it's not because you're out of town on business or you happen to meet at a time where if someone in your family passed away and you had to go out of town or something like that. There's always extenuating circumstances, but you've got to, you've got to, you know, if someone is like-minded like you and what they want after a few days of talking to them, you just know, it's just a matter of, are you okay with knowing that and accepting it? Yeah. Not everybody's the right person for you. So you have to be okay with that inside yeah. to be like, no, thank you. 
Yeah. So anyway, that's the ogle dating advice. <laughs> um, if you guys, we're going to have an offshoot podcast this year. It's going to be ogle dating advice. You guys <laughs> let us know when you'd like that to air. If that should be pre-weekend to get you ready for dates or post-weekend <laughs> to help you recover from dates. So give us your feedback. Let us know what you think. That's going to be a Jessica run podcast that will be solo. Oh, I got a lot to say. Oh, gosh. Boy. I could definitely, you she, know. She's going to have an advice podcast. and uh, The behavioral sciences are the love of my life, so I've got this. <laughs> oh, behavioral sciences. Not me. Behavioral sciences, uh, sciences are the love of your life. Not oh, my me. gosh. Grow up. Got it. So, uh, so, yeah, back to life. No, it's not for me. Life is not for you? No, this whole thing is not for me. Like, this whole, like, oh, I'm going to go to work, and, like, <laughs> I'm not, like... <laughs> That's just not for me. I don't think. Maybe it's just my job. Maybe it's just like, but I just don't think this whole thing is for me. I don't. I don't like it either. I, no. I, I. Let's win the lottery. Something. Uh. So that. So our goal. We talked about the five to two ratio. Work till it's just like Friday. I was like so excited for the weekend, and then like last night at like ten o'clock, I was like. GD like it's already Saturday at ten, so that means tomorrow is Sunday, which means I'm already gonna be. I'm gonna be on a seesaw back and forth of struggling between trying to stay in the present of Sunday while fighting off already being depressed about Monday. Depressed? Yeah. Wow. I hate Monday. I think we all do, but it's that's, just, that is what it is. I know, but why? Because you got to go back. F this country. <laughs> Whoa. I didn't say Whoa. it. Well, I could have said G this country. Q. Q this country. And it's work. <laughs> ethics or lack thereof so what are you looking forward to this year what's your goals for 2024 hmm what's my goals i don't know because if i say um then i'm i'm held accountable and if i don't do them then then what'd you put it on the board for because i just realized that now oh i was wow. hoping you'd say some um i want to okay so here's a little thing that happened to me when i was at the grocery store Oh, here we go, folks. So I've been saying for like the last year or so that I would like to take some kind of like self-defense class, that I'd like to do some kind of like martial arts or like some kind of something because I'd like to, one, get out of my comfort zone and two, be a, be, feel more physically capable of defending myself or at least having like a chance in that like area as this world is crazier and crazier. So I was in the grocery store and... I um, I go to the grocery store by myself all the time and I was shopping and I just was like, I feel like somebody is watching me like as a woman, any woman listening to this, you know what I'm saying. You know exactly what I'm saying. And I just was like, somebody is their eyes on me. I know their eyes on me. It's rare that I feel this way. Generally, I only feel that way when you go to like the bar at night yeah and i haven't felt that in a long time because i haven't gone out you know with like girlfriends and stuff but i'm like shopping and doing my thing and minding my business and i was like i feel like somebody is watching me so i'm just trying to get through the store get my stuff done so i get to like the last aisle and i go to turn and like i something just made me turn back and i saw the dude and there is this guy and he was staring at me like creepy dude 
in the movie that's like staring at the girl and has been watching her the whole time. And he's like hunched over his shopping cart that's totally empty, mind you, in like the corner of the store, like hunched over staring at me. And like he saw me and he like put his head down and like cowered in the and I was like, I was like, that's the guy. Like those are the eyes that I have felt on me this entire time in this store. So I'm like, I'm going to the produce section and I'm getting my stuff and I'm finishing my shopping. And there was part of me in the section of the store where I was like, maybe I'll call Steven to come up here and make sure he like comes up here and like walks me to my car so I don't walk to my car by myself. And then I was pissed because I was like, are you freaking kidding me? I'm going to call my husband to come up to Kroger to walk me to my car. Like now I'm mad. So then I'm like, okay, looking around, seeing if I see him. I don't see him come around to the corner. I go to like check out and I'm like checking out and the lady's checking me out. And I'm like, okay, at this point, like there's nothing to do. This guy hasn't done anything. I just know that he's been watching me. I just know it because you feel it. And like, so I'm checking out and I don't feel it anymore. So I think once I saw him, like he stopped, whatever that means, because I didn't feel it. But I'm like walking out to my car with pepper spray in one hand and my birdie alarm in the other hand. And I'm like struggling to open the hatch in my car. And I just got a new car, of course. So I'm parked at the end of the parking lot. I'm getting my stuff in. I slam my car and I like peel out of the Kroger parking lot. And I call Steven and I was like, this is unbelievable to me that I'm like walking through this store feeling like prey in Kroger. Yeah. And like there's nothing anyone could have done. No one did anything to me yet. Yeah. And but, I've been in a situation before in my life where I was the no one did anything to me yet, yet things escalated. Yeah. And I stopped it because I was not going to wait until the yet happened. But I'm like, and I said to Steven, I said, I want to do something because I want to feel like I would know where to hit or what to do to even have a chance because yeah. I don't. And it's my responsibility yeah. to know how to take care of myself. Yep. And what if I miss with the pepper spray? Then he's just going to be mad. Then I'm screwed. I mean, the thing about the pepper spray, though, is that when you spray it, like it's going to get him and it's going to get you. That's my point. So I'm screwed. Like, it's, so it's, it's one like, of those things. I like, don't... it gets into the air and it gets you both. Yeah. So I need to know where to hit somebody and how to hit them to where I have a fighting chance to run. Yeah. So one of my goals this year is to learn how, learn some basic steps to protect myself physically if it came to that yeah it's just it's crazy that that's where we're at now i think that's where we've always been but i think it's like i've said before it's where we've always been it's just bigger when you have authority figures telling you that that's okay yeah when you they've given are them given a allowances for behavior that is hateful and violent. Yeah, because they've given... And controlling. They've given those people a voice. Yes. So, for me, one of my goals is that. Is finding somewhere... Is getting out of my comfort zone and finding somewhere to go and learn some 
techniques to self defense. Yeah. My my goal this year is to get your CPL with you and get you comfortable shooting guns. I'm I'm the type that I grew up with a healthy respect for guns. I know. And I've always had guns in the home. I'm not one that plays around with them. I'm not one that thinks they're a toy. I think that they are the if you come into my house and you're unwanted and you're coming into my house, prepare to die. That's going to happen. <laughs> We're going to lose some listeners. We might lose some listeners. That's the thing, though. I, I won't apologize for that because if you invade my home, you come in, you've come in, in into no, my yeah. space. I learned that from my father when I was six years old. If somebody comes into this house that we don't know, here's where things are. No, yes. I mean, there's, there is quite the difference between protecting what you have from aggression and being the aggression. At six years old, I could have killed somebody with a There's bow and arrow. a huge difference. At six years old, so, I was winning tournaments in the state. I could have killed somebody with a bow and arrow if they walked in the door. If I had the time. If so, I had the seconds I mean, to put an, put an arrow in, in my bow and pull it back, they were dead. At six years old. And that I'm proud of because that is my dad who prepared me for life. Prepared me for the fact that life can throw some crazy stuff at you. And you need to be ready to protect yourself. It's your responsibility to protect yourself. And my dad taught me that at six years old. And then all throughout the rest of my life until he passed away when I was 33, I learned that from him. Like, you have to protect yourself. It's so and conflicting for me because I don't want to know. I don't want to know how to do all. I don't. My, that's not something I want. My mom knows how to shoot guns. She knows how to protect her house if she has to. She knows exactly, she has her own guns there at the house yeah. to protect herself. And your mom lives alone in a yep. country area on like a lonely country road. Like, I get that, and she should. It was frustrating. I'm just saying that I just wish we didn't have to know how to do that. It was frustrating for my mom, but my dad made sure in the last year and a half that he was alive, he made sure that she could protect herself. Yeah. She could protect the house. That's what he did. That was yeah. his goal to make sure, because he, he knew he was going to die and yeah. not be around to protect her, and and he she was the most important thing in the world to him, and he made sure that she could protect herself. And so yeah. that's my goal this year is to make sure you can protect yourself, because we're in a crazy world. Yeah. Say anybody can say what they want. The world we live in now is is getting crazier by the day. Yeah. And I know I have a friend of mine who I know doesn't have any guns, and he's already he's already told me that um, he's probably going to learn how to shoot guns this year because he wants to protect his he wants to protect his house. And I yeah, say good. It's crazy. You should. Absolutely. It's crazy. Yep. So and know. that's and that's the world we live in live in, but I am all about self defense. I'm not about carrying it out in public, out you know out at the grocery store. I'm not about the fact of like Tennessee where you can um, get a CPL license without uh, having any sort of training. I'm not about that. I don't think no. you should have a gun. If you can't, if you are not trained properly and don't know how to load a gun and no. unload a gun and clean a gun and shoot a gun, if you, then are you not, shouldn't have one. If you are not having mental health screenings, yep. if you have domestic violence um, charges and... If you're you, on a no-fly list. Yes, none of this stuff. So yeah. get the hell out of here. Yeah. Anyway, this is taking a yeah took a turn. Anyway, but, but yeah. yes, I want to know how to protect myself. Um, and 
a totally other thing. We have a bunch of cool concerts we're going to <laughs> this year. Speaking of being in crowded places yeah. and in places where guns are not allowed because of metal detectors and things like that. Yeah. Concerts. As we all know, not even nail clippers are allowed. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, we learned but that last year. We've got some year. cool concerts we're going to this year, so I'm excited about that. Yep. We both had, and we might have talked about this, but we both had people on our list of two people that we picked that we really wanted to both go see this year, Brothers Osborne and Morgan Wade, and they are both coming, and we are seeing both of them this year. Yep. So that was exciting. Yep. So those are ones that we're going to see amongst other concerts, so yeah. that's fun. Um, and I don't know what else. There's a couple of things I want to do around the house. Do you guys have one of those spots? Like when you come down our stairs, we had to put a new smoke detector up, and... <laughs> The guy that lived in the house prior to us for 17 years, I refer to him as 17 years because I'm amazed at some of the things he let just kind of lapse for living here for 17 years. He put up a new um, uh, smoke detector at one point, but when he painted, he did not take down the previous smoke detector when he painted. So when we put up a new smoke detector and we had to like move where it was, there's like a spot behind the old one that wasn't painted. Yep. Like what... So there's a spot that isn't painted and like we don't have paint for it. So we have to like repaint the whole upstairs because of this stupid guy who lived here for 17 years with a shoddy paint job. Yeah. and So I need to like repaint the whole upstairs now because every time I go downstairs, I see this like one stroke of like white paint on like the putty colored wall. And the thing is, is that I could move where the the smoke detector is but i would have to then close up the hole that we have and i would have to do that with putty but then i have no paint to put and we're paint in over the it. same so what, position yeah so what's the point it just moves where the spot is like who does stuff like that yeah not jessica i will tell you that much yeah so um so there's some stuff i want to do and everything with me is like a thing so i talk about painting the kitchen then i'm like well i need to do this this and this so then every everything becomes a like well then this this and this could be this this and this and do i really want to do this this and this or this this and this let's put a pin in it and so then it doesn't get done because my project becomes like a project project (laughs) yes so yes but i do want to get new flooring in the family room i think that is going to be the project. Oh boy. Oh boy. There's a treadmill in there that we got to figure out how to move. Oh boy. So anyway, that's a, that's a nightmare. Anything and a half. else for you? Um I don't know. I probably got stuff in there, but I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how to get around my my wrist pain to work out and I don't know how I'm going to do that because my wrist pain is just it is brutal. It is absolutely brutal with the cold. It's I know. been it's been bad for the last month. I've seen three doctors. I know. I feel like I've seen three doctors. So you saw one doctor, and then you saw another doctor who then had you see his partner. And I feel like, is that really a third opinion or, like, the same opinion as the second doctor? Uh, it's, a, it's, it's, he, he asked different questions. Okay. Um, he approached it a different way, but we still came to the same conclusion. I just don't understand how in this day and age there's still things they can't do anything for. It's... They can't, they don't know what's wrong with your wrist. It's the complication of the fact that it's my wrist with all the little bitty small bones that are in there, the, the ligaments and stuff that are in there. It's, it's a compact place of things that a surgery, the type of surgeries that they could do are very invasive in which could literally, um, 
take a full year to recover from. And then I could still be having pain after that year. And then there's the also. also and then the, you could have some complication from the surgery. Yeah. Where a nerve got nicked or something like yeah. that. And then I lose feeling in my hand and stuff like that. And it gets worse. So like, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do or what we're going to do, obviously, because we've talked about it a couple of times, but like, I don't, I don't know what to do. And it sucks too. And this is going to sound trivial and stupid, but like, we love to go kayaking and we love to go bowling and like those are things we can't do and it just sucks. Yeah. And you love to play the guitar and lift weights and like Yeah, and even playing you haven't guitar. Really been able to do that and I just feel like there has to be something that we can do or find to help ease that pain. Even even playing guitar, I can't play for like three hours or something like that. I can play for about a half hour and then my wrist is just like hurting so bad that I just put down the guitar. Which is brutal. Yeah. For me, that's been playing guitar since I was 13. Like, that's just brutal. Like, I, I listen to a ton of different styles of music. And when I'm listening to the music in my head, I'm trying to picture where the guitar player is playing on the guitar and that kind of stuff. And I can see all that stuff still in my head. But my hands are are losing their ability. And it sucks. Especially with my right wrist. And I'm left-handed. I just wish I was fully left-handed because if I was fully left-handed, I could go kayaking and bowling because I would be depending on my left side more than my right side. But due to the fact I'm right-eye dominant, I do so many things with my right hand except for write and eat. So really, I'm right-handed. Other than writing and eating, I do almost everything with my right hand. And that's your bad one. And that's my bad one. Maybe we could try training your left. Nah. I've, I've been trying to do that my whole life. There's a whole bunch of stuff I just can't do with my left hand. So, mm. it's, yeah, it is what it is. Anyway. Uh, oddly enough, though, in the gym, my left hand, my left arm and everything is stronger than my right arm. Mm. When I'm lifting weights and dumbbells and bench press and stuff like that, when I do a bench press, my right arm gives out faster than my left arm. It's so weird, but that's just the way it is. Mm. So... Uh. Yeah, but All that's right, my well. goal is to try to fig- figure out how to navigate around this this wrist that's probably going to be in pain for the rest of my life. So, yay. <laughs> well, we've brought some really good energy Woo! to this podcast um, so far. But yeah, and uh, I guess the other thing for me um, that's that's big for this year is just to, last year went by so fast. I know. Um, And I know that as I get older, the years are going to go by faster. And my my goal this year um, is to is for lack of better words, is to be in the moment. Yeah. Enjoy the moment that I'm in. Try to enjoy the moment for what it is. Um, We're stuck inside because of air quality alert. Try to figure out how to enjoy it anyways, and make the most of that time. I'm trying to and do not, that. And not look back on it and be like, oh, air quality alert. Couldn't go outside and sit on the patio. Air quality alert. Yeah. So we stayed inside. We played cards and listened to vinyl. Like, you know, that sort of thing. Like I, to try to not to spin that negative this year, whatever that negative comes at me, to spin that negative and make it positive. And I'm trying to be more present to the point where I don't have to try to be more present to where I just am. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway, well, Happy New Year to you all again, and yep. let us know what your your goals are, and if you got anything, leave us a comment or yep. let us know. 
Um, so this podcast airs on Tuesday, which means uh, you listeners already know the results of the national title game of number one Michigan versus number two Washington. Go blue. Go blue. Um, gonna watch that on Monday night. That'll be fun. Um, watching yeah. Michigan play Alabama was absolutely. Uh, one of the best football games I've seen all year. Y'all, I don't even fully know football. And I looked at Steven and I was like, I'm not even sure I fully know what's happening. And I'm anxious. I'm like a wreck over him, like anxious. Like my armpits are sweating. It was uh, the refs. The refs were interesting. Um, They made a call early on in the game that should have, or they missed a call, I should say, early on in the game that should have gone against Michigan that did not. And I argued with Ricky over text. <laughs> and uh, I, and the next day, even uh, a couple of former football players were like, nope, the refs missed this call. And, um, and being a Michigan fan, I was like, I just want a fair game. I don't want at the end of this game for the Alabama fans to be like, well, they should have made that call, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Well, then later on in the game, they didn't make a call that uh, Alabama did that was bad. They didn't throw a flag on that play. And I was like, all right, so those two cross each other out. I don't like the fact that it's this late in the game, but those two bad call misses cross each other out. Um, But, man, it was was something because J.J. McCarthy came out, uh, Michigan got the ball first, and the first play, J.J. McCarthy threw an interception. But the thing is is that the the defensive player that caught it, his foot was out of bounds. And when you step out of bounds, you have to bring both feet back in bounds before you can be considered available for play to touch the ball. And he jumped with his left foot out of bounds to catch the ball. So no interception, Michigan gets the ball back second and 10. And you could see while the ref was reviewing the play, they kept showing J.J. McCarthy. And he was – calming himself getting his poise back he didn't make another mistake the rest of the game dude was on the rest of the game like it's almost like he made that mistake and was like all right got my nervous jitters out of the way let's do this yeah and there was no stopping that man the rest of the game he was something and michigan's defense is the best defense in college football Uh, and and alabama put up a great great game they put up a great fight and that was a game that went to overtime, and it was, it was something, man. It was, it was uh, sit on the edge of your couch, yeah. and like, oh my gosh, like, are they going to win this game? Are they going to lose this game? What is happening? And of course, Steph and Chuck were there and sent us some video, and that was oh, really yeah. cool. The energy in that video was awesome. Yeah, so very cool to see Michigan go into the national title game. I did watch a bunch, almost all of the uh, Washington and Texas game. And uh, I was nervous that Texas was going to win because if Texas would have won, I think I think Michigan was going to have a problem with their running back. Uh, their running back is just a beast. Um, but Washington won, and Washington is a very good team. They have gone up, flown under the radar this year because they have played more ranked teams in the top 25 than anybody else, and they are undefeated. So is tomorrow it? Yep. And then they that's the winner of the whole shebang. That is the national title game tomorrow night. Fourteen and zero versus fourteen and zero. Like nice. these two teams are stacked. They're it's going to be a fight. It's going to be a dog fight. It'll be a good match. And then today's the last uh, season game of the Lions. Last season game of the Lions. Um, they got wash. Uh, they have uh, Minnesota tonight. The biggest thing to know about this weekend is that Dallas 
is number two going into the playoffs. The number two seed, Detroit, is number three. If they have a tied record at the end of the season, Dallas wins the tiebreak because uh, the refs helped them win a game two weeks ago against the Lions. Um, so they, How do they keep getting away with that? I don't understand. Can't even... I can't even talk about it. All right. Yeah, I don't want you to talk about it. I can't even talk about it. I'm going to get angry and curse. But if they're tied at the end of the season, Dallas wins the tie break. Um, If Detroit wins uh, today and uh, Dallas loses today, then Detroit will be the number two seed, and that will guarantee them uh, if they win in the first round, their second round game will be at home as well. Um, So we're pulling for Detroit to win. Boo Dallas. I can't stand Dallas. So cool. Um, All right. Well, go, go Lions. Go Blue. Yep. Woo woo. All right. What's next? Uh, what is next? Um, oh, we have two album anniversaries this week. Yep. Just two. Just a couple quickies. Um, and the reason why we have two is because one year ago, we started the album anniversary segment and we started with Van Halen's 1984, Janis Joplin's Pearl, and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. So, Happy birthday. Yeah. Album anniversaries. Yep. So if you guys want to hear us talk about those albums, go listen to episode 43 for our first segment of album anniversaries. That's what I'm going to do this year as we go through. We're not going to redo a, a bunch of album anniversaries, but I am going to let you know what episode they're on so you can go back and listen if you're interested in those album anniversaries. What do we got for today? For today, we have two albums. We have 1969, 55 years old, Led Zeppelin one. Led Zeppelin, man. Good times, bad times. Woo! I love Led Zeppelin. Yep, good times, bad times. You shook me, dazed and confused. Communication breakdown. I can't quit you, baby. Oh, my gosh. They were just... Baby, I'm going to leave you. Oh, my gosh. Best best Led Zeppelin album. I love it front to back. It's my favorite. It's so good. They just were... Like... What's the word? Um lightning in a bottle like they they are so influential to everything that came after them like they like came out of nowhere they were like led zeppelin this is it and nothing that came after them could say they weren't influenced by them yes you know what i mean like yeah it's just amazing how things start yes like how somebody can start something now the thing about them is is that they were heavily influenced by old blues. Yeah. Heavily influenced by old blues. But they when, made it but they still made their own sound from it. Yes. Yes, they developed their own signature sound of how of how Jimmy Page sounded yeah. on guitars, John Bonham drum like They were influenced and they were they respectfully were influenced by it. Yes. Yeah, they paid As tribute opposed to everything. to people who were <laughs> basically know. copying from them and claimed they basically had never heard them before. Yeah, we're not going to even talk, get into that. Uh, but yeah, Led Zeppelin, they set the standard. They set yeah. the bar. Yeah. They took what came before them. They paid tribute to it, and they set the bar. Yeah. And, and if you've never listened to Led Zeppelin 1 all the way through, I highly recommend. It's some of the best 45 minutes of music that you'll ever get. Like 100%. it's It's amazing. Um, the other album on our list is another first album by a one band we're going to see this year, Pawn Shop by Brothers Osborne. Brothers Osborne is amazing. I I like these guys so much. Now, w- we mentioned about uh, 
the Led Zeppelin paying tribute to what came before them. Brothers Osborne does the same thing. They they grab blues, they grab rock, they grab country, and they fuse it all together into this nice, wonderful mix yeah. of stuff. Um, and then they, because of the way their lead singer sounds, they have their own signature. His voice is very different from everybody else. Brothers Osborne is a perfect example of when I say, because nobody fits anywhere else today, they're under country. Yeah, he would. He's yeah. got a voice that sounds country, but they are they're got a rock and roll vibe to them. Yes, totally. And if his voice sounded different, I don't know where they would put him. Yeah, you listen to uh, their their hit off this album was "It Ain't My Fault." You listen to that song; it's not a country song. Yeah, it's a rock song. It's a yeah. full on rock song. Yep. So. I like Brothers Osborne. If if you're not a fan of country music, do not be uh, uh, turned away by the fact that they are listed in the country genre. Give Brothers Osborne a chance. They're rock and roll and blues. That's Definitely. what they are. I don't consider them to be country. The only reason they're there, uh, in my opinion, is because the lead singer's voice sounds country. I mean, you'll notice they did receive some Oglies for yep. 2023. So yep. <laughs> you know what that means. Yeah. They're stellar. Um, yeah, but they've got that uh, Waylon Jennings kind of vibe to the voice and a little bit of their sound. Uh, but then they pull in some blues and they pull in some rock and roll, and yep. it's it's good stuff, man. It I sure I love is. it. But yeah, Pawn Shop, great, great album. Dirt Rich, it ain't my fault. Pawn Shop, Rum. Um, oh, and they have Leanne Womack on the song. Yeah. On a song called uh, "Loving Me Back," and him and her sound amazing together. I well, mean, she's got abs- a great voice. absolutely stellar harmonies. Uh, I love that song; it's so good. Uh, so yeah, that's our two album anniversaries this week. Just keeping it low key, uh, first couple of weeks of the year. Because once again, like December, a lot of people don't release albums in January. It's just not. It's not people a thing. are sad in January. <laughs> they don't like it. <laughs> So what do we got next? We're going to do a few shows. Oh, are we? We watched a few short shows during our break. Okay. Yep. So got some shows to talk to you guys about. We've got a couple shows that we're in. Yes. So we're going to tell you. So far, we're liking them. We, um, I picked a longer show for, as you know, we go back and forth with short seasons of shows. But a show I picked for that has seven seasons. About 10 episodes per season, I think. So we've yeah. only watched two so far, but we're really liking it. It stars Titus Welliver, yep. and it's called Bosch. Bosch. Man, he's Harry Bosch. He's great. He, well, Hieronymus Bosch. Hieron- oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. His name is Hieronymus. <laughs> he goes by Harry. Um, but yeah. I've, I mean, I could love him solely on the fact that his name is Hieronymus Bosch. Yep. So that's a great show. There, He's an LAPD detective. Um, so it's kind of got like a gritty vibe. Um, but I'm not sure what year it came out. Uh, 2014. Yeah. And they did revive it. So it had seven seasons. Yeah. And then they revived it recently for another season. It's another show called Boss, Bosch Legacy. Yeah. Um, and it's already on its third season. Yeah. So we're only in, we've only watched season two, two seasons so far. So, so far we are liking it. Great cast, good storylines, like couple like, whoa, what's going on? So we're liking it. I'm really liking his character. I really like how he plays him. We've seen him in a couple of things. He was in Lost. He plays the man in black. Yeah, he was in Lost. Um, Uh, Smoke Monster. And he just showed up in an episode of the other show we just started watching, which has nine seasons (laughs) called Suits. (laughs) 
Yeah. So yeah, you had a small part in one of yeah, those episodes. Yeah, one of those episodes. But Bosch is great. So far we recommend, but we're only two seasons in, so Yeah, and his part but the fact that they just brought it back tells me it's gonna stay pretty good. Yeah, his partner, uh uh Jerry Edgar played by uh Jamie Hector is fantastic as well. He is, and I'm waiting for more of him. Yeah. So we've had two seasons. I don't feel like there's been enough of him yet. So I'm waiting I'm yeah. waiting for more of him. Yeah. Um but so far, cast is great. Storylines have been great. Um, some of the things that they've done that I thought would be done differently and have more like cliche drama factor didn't. So yeah. I was appreciative of that. Also, Lance Reddick is in the show, the late yes. Lance Reddick that we lost he's, last year. He's, he's been fantastic. in like everything we've watched, which has been great. Somehow he has showed up and pretty is like. If we've watched five things in the last like year, he's been in like three of them somehow, just popping up. So that's yeah. been great. And we haven't even made it to the wire yet, but that's oh going to be gosh. this year. You're not allowed to say the wire to me anymore. <laughs> um. So anyway, Bosch is good, and like I said, we started watching Suits. So yeah, I like Suits. Yeah. So oh, that's just kind of like a background show when we're not in the mood for like high level drama and whatnot. Just yeah. uh, so we started watching that. It's been good. Yep. So what else have uh. What have, what's these short shows that we've watched, at least the one season they have so far? So my recent short show pick was on Amazon Prime, which apparently is going to have commercials now, but don't even get me started. And it stars Josh Brolin, who is not too shabby, and it's called Outer Range. It <laughs> takes place in Wyoming. It's sort of like a sci-fi cowboy type. Modern day. Yeah. Uh, Modern yeah. day yeah. show. So it's about... This rancher who stumbles upon this giant, like, almost black hole on his land. This sort of, like, mystical, like, black hole. And where does it lead and what does it do as he's kind of struggling to maintain his property and his ranch? And how does this black hole play into it and what does it mean and all of this stuff? That and his neighbors, is it's kind of, it's not the Hatfields and McCoys, but there's a little bit of angst yeah. there between him and his neighbors. So there's yes. that. There's, you know, rich man, poor man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a little bit of that. Yeah, it's good. The first season was good. Um, I think eight episodes? Uh, oof, no, I think we got, yeah. But do we get eight episodes? I don't know. I'm looking at IMDb. IMDb says right now that there's 11 episodes listed, but I don't know how many were in the first season. Okay. I have to look. So um, I would say we were watching it, and I would say we were into about... Eight episodes. About six episodes. And then in, like, the seventh episode, we were both like, oh, what's going on? Eighth episode, we were like, oh, what's going on? And then the eighth episode ended, and we were like, oh, my God, what's going on? So it was, like, one of those things where... You know, it's got like that suspense, everything's going good, and then they lay a lot of stuff down so they can jolt you at the end kind of yeah. a show, but yeah. it was good. I'm looking forward to season two, um, and it came out like, I think in 22, but it the next season is coming out in 24. So, so. Josh Brolin, Imogene Potts, Lily Taylor, Tom Pelfrey, Noah Reed, um, Olive Abercrombie, like great cast, great cast, yeah, great cast. It Sean Sipos, like fantastic. I uh, recommend. Yeah, Lewis, looking forward to season two. Lewis Pullman, like great cast. All of these, all of these act, all the acting is fantastic all all the way around. Yeah. So. So that was that one, and then what did you pick? I picked after that. I I was gonna pick Rebels season two, and I didn't because I wanted to see Sly Stone 
be a badass. Oh, did you? I was in the mood for Sly Stone to put some people in their place. And let me tell you what we got with Tulsa King. We got Sly Stone putting people in their place. And Tulsa I King, loved it. Tulsa King was good. It's on Paramount. It was everything I wanted. Sylvester Stallone, Andrea Savage, Martin St- Starr, Jay Will. I mean, uh, Dominic uh, Lambertowski. I didn't say his name no, right. That's okay. um, but I mean, this show uh, is fantastic. Yeah, Sylvester Stallone Absolutely was fantastic. fantastic. The whole cast was great, but Sylvester Stallone is fantastic in this show. He plays a guy in a mob family who was in prison for 25 years. He like took the the rap for a murder for the family. He was in prison for 25 years and when he comes out, it's what do they do with him now after he, you know, covered for everybody, where do they put him? Yep. They put him in Tulsa. And what happens when they put him in Tulsa and what happens? So it's, it it is, it's great. There's comedy, there's action, there's holy hell. What did I just see? Like, it's good. It's honestly good. It's, it's well-written. It's It's well done. It's the way he, the confidence with, in which he moves and plays his character is great. Yeah. And I believe like and he's a big guy. He is. He is a really big guy. And he's guy. 77 years old. When he walks into a room, like he just brings a presence with him. He, he's always I been this way. I don't know what act like what he does in terms of action. Like does he do all his own I, I don't know. I don't know. But I do know he's 77 years old. So what he does or doesn't do, like it's still I just it's crazy. I am I am shocked that at seventy seven we're getting Tulsa King. There's out of a him. side character. Um, she's a tall blonde, and she's his daughter in real life. So one of his daughters in real life is also on the show. Um, yeah, uh, it's just like a little side character, not a huge role or anything. But yeah, she showed up towards the towards yeah, the end of the she's season. She's kind of in and out in Tulsa, but yeah. So also, uh, Dana D- Delaney is in it. And Garrett she's, Hedlund. She's yeah. fantastic. Richie Coster. Richie Coster, he showed up, uh, for those of you that watched The Walking Dead, he was in the last season of The Walking Dead. And he played a, I mean, a piece of garbage human being. And, <laughs> like, in this, he plays, like, the leader of, like, a biker gang. And he oh, is, like, I mean, God, I you hate him immediately when you see him, but at the same time, he's so good at at that. Um, I I was like, all right, this this will be good because this guy this guy's a good actor. He's not a typecast guy, but he play, he really gets into his yeah. role. So I I liked him in it as well. He was good. Uh, but yeah, great show. Um, I cannot wait for season two to come out. Season two will be coming be this in, year as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I I cannot wait. And then I picked on Paramount, which Stephen likes to refer to as my favorite streaming service. Yep. Special Ops Lioness. Yep. I wasn't sure about it. Um, it stars Zoe Saldana. Nicole Kidman's in it. Morgan Freeman has a role in it. Um, and there's a lot of people I don't know in it. Michael Kelly's in it from Jack Ryan and yeah. House of Cards. And then who's the 
the girl I would consider the star. I don't consider Zoe Saldana the star of that. Uh, Laisla de Oliveira. I consider her the star. She is um, absolutely that. I cannot wait to see her future because she can act. So the show is good. The show is not great, in my opinion. It. I think it's good. Um, it is about the Lioness program in the government, which I guess is a part of CIA or not. I don't know how it all works, but it's basically, she says that the program was started for female agents to like befriend females that are close to their high value targets so that they can get in and kill the high value targets. So this girl is supposed to get in to the dot to get close to the daughter of this high value um, oil guy who will sell oil to all the terrorists and is basically the biggest threat to selling his oil to all of the terrorists and apparently is like the biggest threat guy, whatever. So her meth, you know, her role is to get close to her and get in there. And it's just about that mission and about like all of that. Um, and honestly, I would recommend it. I would watch it. It's good. If only because I think this girl's acting and her storyline is so great. Oh, she's fantastic. Do I think the whole show is great? I really don't. I will watch a season two if they have one. Um, But it's not my favorite show that I've watched recently. I think it's good, but I think there's so many shows like this that I think that if you're making a show like this, you need to make it good. Because I've watched Jack Ryan. Yeah. And I've watched shows like Reacher and Jack Ryan. And this show is not as good as those shows. Um, not it's it's not, but there are parts of it that are some of the best acting scenes there, I've seen in a very long time. But those were scenes. So there were scenes that were really good. Yeah. But Jack Ryan as a show was amazing. Yeah. This show was not. Yeah, and then of course you mentioned Reacher. Ooh. Amazing. Yeah. So But also, like Reacher, we watched all of season one in the se- yes, in one day. We did. So we binged so, it. I think it's good. I would watch it for what it is, but for what it is, there's so many different kind of shows out there that do this kind of thing that I don't feel like this one is that great. And I love Zoe Saldana. I really do, but there was something about her in this role that was missing for me. Um, did you mention Dave Annabel? Dave Annabelle. Annabelle, yeah. He plays her husband and he was fantastic in this. Yeah, he was. So good. there's a we- there's a weird juxtaposition for me in this. And I, I see what they were trying to do. So Zoe Saldana is the team leader, and you've got her torn between her family and her team. And so they were giving us part of her family life and her team life. But it fell flat for me. I just, I wasn't, I wasn't connected to her. So it was hard for me to care about each one way or the other. Um, did you mention Morgan Freeman and Nicole Kidman? Yes. Um, did you mention that it's uh, written and created by the same guy who did Yellowstone? This guy, who, Taylor Ta- Sheridan, yep. is, uh, he must be. And the, he did Tulsa King. He must be the Mike Flanagan of Netflix for Paramount. Yeah. Because he did Tulsa King, he did Yellowstone, he did the Special Ops, 1883, all of this stuff. He probably did that Bass 
Lawman, yes. Bass Reeves. Yep. So he's doing all this stuff. Yeah, he's he's, he's their like, guy. He's like, wow. Yeah, he's their guy so, on Paramount. Anyway. But yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's our short shows uh, that we've watched. Those only have one season. They're all renewed for a second season, so you got time to catch up before their second season comes out this year. Um, if I'm you've assuming... watched any of them, let us know what you think. And if you've got any like short shows that we, you know, you think yeah. we might like, judging by what we've talked about, let us know. We're always in the market. I love the fact that shows now are in that 8 to 13 episode range like Doctor Who has always been. I can watch I love so it. many more. Like, I can watch so many more things. And though I will say, like we've talked about, all of my like shows are coming back and i didn't realize how many oh february is going to be crazy for how you. many shows i watch on like fbi fbi international ncis ncis hawaii ncis i don't um i don't have any shows I, coming back i i watch all of that stuff fire country 911 911 lone star i have one of the walking dead shows that's oh coming gosh. in february and that's literally it I'll I watch. don't have any shows. Superman and Lois doesn't have a release date. It'll be later oh in the gosh. fall. Um, and that's literally it. All my other shows, most of my shows got canceled. So but I, I'll watch all that I'm stuff throughout the up. whole year. I'll watch. I won't be finishing those shows until the summer. Yeah. Like, you like you know. Like, I'll be like, oh, I haven't watched this in 10 weeks. So. Yeah. Oh, I guess Rick and Morty will probably come back in the fall, which I have not seen the new season because you and I also started watching Rick and Morty because yeah. you wanted to watch Rick and Morty and we made it through half the first season. Um, so I was like, I'll wait to watch the new season with you because you're watching Rick and Morty yeah. and I, uh, Rick and Morty is amazing. Oh I gosh, love, so I love the wackiness. I love the sci-fi. I love how they make fun of other movies and TV shows through it. Um, in a in a different way, like they made fun of M Night Shyamalan recently in one of the episodes we watched. So, like, yeah. I, I like that kind of stuff. It's uh, it's good stuff. Cool. I believe they can find us where, my love. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, WordPress, Tumblr. If we can just say nine one eight at gmail dot com. If we can just say dot com. If we can just say nine one eight. I said that at gmail.com. At gmail.com. There is no .com for us. We don't have a site up for .com. Oh, because I always say that, and I never know if it's real, but I don't want to miss something. I mean, I own that. I do own that name, but I don't have a site on it yet. Oh, okay. So don't we go use to the, that one. Because we use the WordPress. Okay, cool. See, that's good information to have for this closing, for my closing remarks. Good to know for moving forward. <laughs> See, we just put the blooper right on air. Excellent. And then we, and then we don't have to... We're going to have you like, listen, subscribe, tell your friends, share, comment, all that kind of good stuff. Give us a nice review. Yes. I believe that's all we can say this week. Bye, y'all.